We're kicking down this motherfucking door, and we're doing that. Let's get into it. If there's anything that could be haunted, for sure that what? fucking chair's haunted. Then again, the internet always wins. The internet always wins. Searching around about uh, this dog I found. Let's be frank, there's piss on the floor. Okay, welcome back for another week. Uh, a little bit later this week because of Canadian Thanksgiving, uh, the real Thanksgiving. Um, this week we watched Nostalgia for the Light, and uh, I'm uh, here with Mitch and Christian as always. Hello. Yo. Good day, gentlemen. Ready to talk about this piece of shit? What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to hear your opinion. Mm-hmm. I only watched like a few minutes of it, so. You're lucky. Yeah. That's. An Thank hour you. and a half of your life that you don't have to waste. It's about oh, like no. the stars and shit. Yeah, I mean, I wish it had just been about the stars or just been about the other thing, but I was super bored. And I mean, I think I may have a little touch of the ADD uh, or something. Um, I don't know. Just subtitles. I, I, I just I have trouble with subtitles oh. and just hearing the whole thing in Spanish. I just kind of lost interest, dazed in and out, and. Found myself uh, fiddling with other things and. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. The stars hmm. got you excited. Playing with the cock and balls. Wow. Okay. Is that a Chilean <laughs> term or right? Did yeah. you, you make your own Milky Way? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Yeah. I just I, I couldn't uh, get excited about it. I couldn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't follow it, but not because I couldn't comprehend it. Just because I couldn't be bothered to follow it. I, I don't know. Like, um, this was probably one of my least favorite ones that we've done, and I don't think it's, yeah, hundreds. <laughs> I, oh my god! And I don't think it's a a knock on the documentary itself. I'm sure it's a fine documentary. I just it was very dry. Um, the narrator's voice, even though it was in Spanish, um, like put me to sleep almost. I don't know. It just didn't have much excitement for me. Well, it was dry because it took place in the desert, and there's no moisture in space. So. Shut your whore oh, mouth. Shut your whore mouth. I know. God, <laughs> um, yeah, no. honestly, in some ways, I agree that it was. Um, I I wish that it was about one or the other, or even more intricately about the mix, but it. It did. It was too broad, I guess. In some sense, I will say, the transition from one to the other was seamless. Oh yeah, it looked like it was beautifully shot and uh, and yeah. put together and everything. It's just it, it seemed to me like it was something I should be watching, like eleventh grade, like history or eleventh grade, like anthropology class and. Like you're just sitting staring at the screen and you zone out and you think about all the things you're going to do on the weekend. And yeah. yes, yeah, it, it does seem okay. like a doc uh, for Chile, like yeah. primarily. This is really important to the history of the country and to its contemporary state. But I can definitely sympathize that it isn't really exciting the craziest part and i know that i'm jumping way ahead here but the craziest part was 
that astronomy class in the concentration camp administered by the doctor. I know it's insane. Wait, what? Um, that was pretty wild. That was probably the most exciting part. After that, it was kind of boring before, and then it was kind of boring afterwards. And right. there was one small bit of satisfaction because the old women looking for their uh, loved ones got to look through a telescope. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, well, we were actually far away. The payoff. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> be a lot easier. The astronomers seemed to have better success. Wait, the concentration camps were in Chile? In Chile, yeah. Whoa. They were killing um, rebels, essentially, because Pinochet had his dictatorship in oh, place, yeah. and anyone who talked against it was thrown into the ocean or the desert. Things got chilly. Yeah, one or the other. Um, yeah, and also, like, half blame. Like, I was probably in a food coma most of the weekend uh while watching this so um so yeah i i just i didn't have like i was a little excited when we first pulled this one i was like oh nostalgia for the late cool title that sounds awesome and then read about it oh it's about a dictator and space all together and then i was like yeah that sounds cool <laughs> I, i'm into that and then when it started i'm like yeah no not into it not into it it was so no. slow yeah, and the subtitles, I don't really, I never really care about subtitles. It is distracting for something like a documentary where it is beautifully shot. And I just wish that. I knew Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, it would make it easier. Yeah. You need to get those new uh, Google headphones. They yeah. have those? Yeah, it like live what? translates for you. Holy shit. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I guess I never thought about it. Google sponsorship. Fucking okay. pick us up. What we're going to do here, we're going to give a little history lesson on Pinochet. Oh, you guys didn't do your homework? Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah. On, Pin- on Pinocchio? Yeah. There's a new one coming out. Another one. Yeah. Like Guillermo yeah. del Toro. Del Toro. Oh, Russia. Or, what? Yeah. But, huh? There's a new Pinochet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but there is a new Pinocchio, too. I'm actually pretty stoked to see it. Cool. Which one? The Tom Hanks one or the Guillermo oh. del, del Toro one? Del Toro, for Man, sure. Tom Hanks is going to be Pinocchio? No, That's he, so cool. he's Giuseppe. Or is it Giuseppe? No. Um, Geppetto. Oh. Geppetto. Yeah. Geppetto. Yeah, Giuseppe is doing yeah. something else that day. Yeah, he's dancing for a certain elite. Um, yeah, so like I, like I know nothing about uh, Pinochet. So do you know when Pinochet died? Probably like 1993 or uh, 2006. <laughs> oh man, he got to see the millennia. That's fun. Wow. Yeah, he died. In the power. The, he died at the age of 91 in 2006. I thought most uh, dictators, when they are uh, toppled, are usually killed. Yeah, right. in a perfect world. Or maybe he, maybe he spent his time in jail. I don't know. Be in ninety one. He was charged criminally and had. Uh, I just went to Argentina. They seem to take anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He uh, he did have a trial, so maybe he. Uh, that would feel weird, no? Like, <laughs> all right, sit down and listen, and like now you're gonna go to jail. Like I, I can't even imagine how unsatisfying that must feel. Just having that much power, you still have something at the time of his death at 91 he still had 300 criminal charges pending against him <laughs> no well, doubt yeah 
Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just stand up and piss all over the chairs and the desk and your lawyer and like, fuck it. You're not getting away with this shit. Also, like, like one of the, uh, one of the, uh, the charges was tax evasion. Can a dictator evade taxes that he pays to himself? Uh, oh, sorry. Mm, this was for during and after his rule. I guess after your rule. Oh, but, nice. Yeah. Still, I guess and, like perhaps that institution that was charging him, that was why I was laughing earlier. I'm like, who's, Whose laws are these? Because, I don't know, it seems tricky to come back from a dictatorship and then start charging people. But, um, like, uh, while you're the dictator, there is still definitely an institution that considers itself the most legitimate. And they wouldn't recognize your dictatorship regardless of physical power and force on the ground. Like, there's de de facto, which is, like, shit literally happening day to day outside in the real world and then there's de juris which is whatever's happening on paper and what has been processed legally and de facto he was the dictator and the ruler and controlled the legal system in the military but de juris it was never legitimized so for sure he's evading taxes did he uh do like fun stuff as a dictator like uh, make funky laws and i don't know but do you know when he uh he gained power <laughs> like the 70s, right? September 11th, 1973. <laughs> it's connected. That's a dirty day. Everything And do you know where Pinochet he... took charge? Yeah. Do you know where he took charge? No, mm-hmm. no. Do you know where he was uh, arrested after he... he uh... Oh, You like this game? Ice hockey. Yeah. No, in London. He said I'm... London, England? Yeah. Ontario? No, you went to the UK. What? Uh, that doesn't seem like a safe haven. Yeah. No. He. Uh, Who got him? Uh, I assume the London police. Yeah, he was uh, arrested in, in London on charges of genocide and terrorism that include murder. Because I feel like genocide has to oh. really include murder, right? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Terror doesn't. Terror yeah. can include face paint and. Yeah, I just scared a bunch of people. Yeah, hydrogen filled balloons and shit. I just little scared ones. them to death. Yeah. Not big ones. And so, so he's like a rag guy. Yeah. Not, but you know what I mean. So he was accused of being a fascist. So that's good. Yeah. Cool. That tracks. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he didn't say he was a fascist. Uh, I don't know. I guess he, not. He was a cooler. I've never known anyone to genuinely endorse uh, fascism. I don't know. It's painted so poorly, rightfully so. But it se- it seems like a term that they didn't invent. Seems like it was invented for them. So but I wish I knew more about this guy. He was a friend of the. He was a friend of the UK. Really? He officially stayed neutral during the Falklands War. Um, nice. But, but used the their Westinghouse long long range radar uh, that was deployed in the south of the country, and it gave. British task force early warning of uh, Argentinian air attacks. So he helped out. Uh, he helped out the UK. Oh, well, there you go. I guess he wouldn't evade to Argentina then. Yeah. No, actually, a that's war good. that lasted like a week. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, apparently the UK didn't think he was all that bad. No, they helped. I guess not. Yeah. Kill a bunch of Argentinians. Yeah, what's well, like the relationship to the, like the. Americans by the French, like I guarantee you that all French think Americans are fucking dumb, but there's history, so oh, it's yeah. hard to fight it. 
You want to hear some more history? Fuck yeah. Yeah, we do. The U.S. uh, backed the coup to put him in power. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Of course they did. Yeah, Yeah, South America. So, still, like, you have to. And when was he put in power? The Uh, 60s, you said? No, September September 11th, 73. Yeah, that's when they were, like, doing awesome stuff in South America. Yeah, so here, I'll read you a little uh, excerpt from Wikipedia. So, uh, the church report, so investigating the fallout of the Watergate scandal, stated that while the U.S. tactically supported the Pinochet government after this 1973 coup, there was mm-hmm. no evidence that the U.S. was directly involved in it. Nice. This view has been contradicted by several academics, such as Peter Wynn, who mm-hmm. writes that the role of the CIA was crucial to the consul- consolidation of power after the coup. That's what uh, America, what you do when you do that deal is you go to your gold line sink and then you take out your soap and then you wash your hands real clean of the situation. That's right. And then we were never here. That's such a tricky way to say it too, that like you ask the government, were you involved as like, was the American institution involved? Yeah. Obviously not because the CIA is not the government. Yeah. So like, was the U.S. involved? No. I mean, the CIA is still the government. You're a government employee if you work for the CIA. Really? Yeah. I thought they were like basically a private institution. Oh God, no. No, I don't. I think that's where they would have issues. They're just like Canada's CSIS. It gets weird because at this time there was like the shit with Oliver North, and that was like around I think this time. But I always thought that the CIA was basically contracted in. No. No, it's it's a government uh, agency. Huh. Like full government, like like their website is like cia.gov. Huh. Oh, right. they got a dot .gov? I I'm sure they do. I'm I'm checking that out now. Oh my god, uh, dude, don't go yeah, there. I yeah, got a CIA, cia.gov. Oh fuck. Well yeah. shit. Yeah. What register? if it's a lie? Yeah, try and register to be a 007 agent or something. Yeah, there's careers is the uh, the biggest thing on the page, top right corner. <laughs> BA clerk in quotations. That means you're taking out people. They have uh, uh, openings for accountants, administrative professionals, analytic yeah. methodologist. Imagine they just had like frontline war assassin. Like it was that blatant <laughs> of a job posting. They have Mindless killer. Law or honors and lateral attorney, tech and cyber attorney. Oh, you can be an automotive mechanic for the CIA. What? Like outfitting cars like Q? Huh. Maybe, yeah. Starts starts at 74 grand a year, US. All you need is your high school diploma or GED. Doing oil changes? Yeah, yeah that's actually pretty good pay. Yeah, <laughs> for a high school uh, diploma yeah. job. Fuck yeah. The checks, though? Fuck. All, like all the checks, checks just, that you have to go through, yeah, background shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you ever had bad thoughts about the U.S. government, like, I just want to change oil. Should I apply? You should, just for shits and giggles. You should. That'd be awesome. Canadian citizen with the history of dissension towards the U.S. They'd let you. It's not like they would look at everything you've recorded online. They already have. Yeah, that's true. You're not getting the interview. You can be a cart- cartographer. You can do maps. Jesus, yeah. what cool. left is there to map? Space, uh, man. Yeah. Like the documentary we were I didn't supposed watch to that. watch. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of fun jobs. 
So Chile's like still pretty fucked up, right? Right uh, now, yeah. Like, are they doing all right? Yeah, I that, think they're, they're okay. Like, they're they're losing a lot of water. Like, there's oh, there's probably. severe droughts. It's super hot down there. Oh man, I always thought it was cold. And and it's one of the uh, hardest places to uh, to grow, or not hardest place, but they're having real uh, a lot of troubles growing avocados. Oh no, not the avocados. Yeah, like people kill people for avocados down there. What? Oh yeah. Avocado there, cartel. Oh yeah. yeah, I saw some Vice thing about that. There's yeah. there's a uh, a show on Netflix called like uh, Bad Food or yeah something, yeah yeah. Like that. I saw some of that. Yeah, on avocados. and yeah. like avocados take so much water to uh, to make like or to grow. Yeah, they, they can't uh, uh, they can't uh, keep them growing. Fuck man. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, sounds like Chile's still kind of fucked. I mean, not in the not in the way like their their GDP is forty fifth in the world, which is pretty good. Yeah, out of like one hundred and eighty countries, yeah, I suppose their HDI, which is the Human Development in, uh, Index, is forty second, very high. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. So they're doing all right. Yeah, I would I would say they're they're fine. Wait, so who's the next country that's just richer than Chile, and who's doing worse? Uh, we'll bring up the HDI uh, index here. The one above and the one below. Uh, yeah, where is it worse to live than Chile? Where do you so think? Chile and Qatar are uh, are tied at four. Wow, that's not a good sign. It's a yeah. steep drop off after the first ten. Croatia and Andorra are tied at forty, so just above. Holy and, fuck! And uh, San Marino is uh, just below. Like California? San Marino? What? San Marino is a country. Yeah, it's got to be an island somewhere, right? Nope. What? What? What are you talking it's about? It's a European microstate. Oh, one of wow. those. It's enclaved by Italy. One of those micro penis countries. Yeah. But yeah, so Saudi Arabia is just above them as well at thirty-five. Latvia, Portugal. <laughs> Latvia is higher than Chile. Yeah. Oh no. Like Christian said, it's a steep drop off once you get off the podium. Yeah, it's a real crap shooting. Like, where, where do you think Canada falls in the uh, this index? Oh, oh 111th. What? <laughs> no. You uh, can protest on Parliament if you want to. <laughs> Just but, below New Zealand. Yeah, I was going to say, like, they're at least top eight, if not no. like number six. What? No. 11 is like, true. 13? No. What? New Zealand is 13. Oh. Oh, we're 14? 15. 15. Who's between us? Nobody. It Bel- just goes 15, 13? Well, what do Bel- you mean? Belgium and New Zealand are tied at 13. So one of them is technically 14, but they're essentially tied. How do we get better? I don't know. There's Can a, we invade them somehow? There's a, a whole uh, um, equation here. It's life expectancy index, LEI. LE minus 20 divided by 85 minus 20. Uh, the LEI is equal to one when life expectancy at birth is 85 and zero when uh, life expectancy at birth is 20. Oh. Sick. Yeah. And then, then you have the education index, EI, so it's the MYSI, whatever the hell that means. Oh, that means uh, the means of mean years of schooling index plus yeah. the EYSA. Or EYSI. 
It's I a think whole, Canada's pretty high on that, right? It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. What the, you imagine it was super easy. The education index, I think they were high on? I think so. I have heard somewhere that Canada's got some of the, like, per capita, some of the highest educations, uh, like, education status. Where's Chile's, according oh, to right. ours? I don't, so it's not in order in their list here. Like, Stop. I, I know. Well, here. Here, the I can. So the, so the, the highest, so Canada is like one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18th. 18th in terms of education quality or numbers uh, of people? Education index. So there's oh, 17 other countries that can read better than we can? I don't know if that's what that means. I, I really have no fucking clue. <laughs> You know what? Isn't we this do? an enthralling episode? <laughs> yeah. Where's Chili's? Fuck, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm just trying to talk about Chili. I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? Chili's. They've got a really great wine region. Yeah. 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 Chilean wine. Yeah. They make some good grapes. Yeah. There was a massive blight that killed oh, no. almost all of the grapes in uh, Europe. Yeah. In like 18th century. Oh. And um, Chile, Chile just yeah, they were the, one of the only ones that didn't lose it because they were new. They were new world. Yeah, it didn't transfer. Chile. That's Chile. also why Scotch started to be aged. Scotch in Scotland was never like whiskey was never aged. Then you put it on a bone, it takes yeah, because like across. Europe, too long, like France, Germany, and uh, whatnot had massive. Um, deficits of alcohol, so they just started to buy Scotch whiskey, yeah. and because it had to sit in barrels for much, much, much longer, like months and months to go f- like through customs and on the trade routes, yeah. it ended up at its destination a lot smoother and a lot darker, and um, it pulled some of the. Uh, there's a kind of oil that's in fresh alcohol that, uh, particularly oak, pulls out. And it makes the alcohol smoother, the, the scotch smoother. That's funny. There was definitely some Scottish guy that was like, yeah, we meant to do that. That's yeah, for totally sure. And then it was started to be regulated because it was pretty good stuff. And so yeah, they so have aged scotch. Chile is uh, lodged sandwiched right between France and Luxembourg. Uh, oh, yes. For on, education? On the education index, yeah. So is that high? Or I don't know. It's fucking somewhere. Oh, it's on the list. That's good. Yeah. European nations. It is in the list, my friends. So Pinoche was like getting bombed on Chilean wine, murdering people. Who did he murder? Just like whoever? Dissidents. 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 Yeah. Oh, so rebels. Anybody. That's cool. Chile Guevara. Yeah. Thanks to that. He took out his legs. No, Chile Guevara. Yeah. Um, so th- this movie is included among the 1001 movies you must see before you die because I think you probably, most people die when they watch it of boredom. It's the last one. Yeah. The last one yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I waited. This is the last movie I should ever see. Yeah, but, I don't feel so hot. No. Fuck me, eh? You know what is surprising though, and um, it kind of bums me out that we didn't get to watch this. We've pulled this director's doc before. Um, the battle for Chile. Oh, did we? It's yeah. It's a it's a three part. Yeah. It's a trilogy thing, but they're so long. They're like 
Ken Burns loan. So thank, well, it seems we couldn't like a wild history. So, thank fucking yeah. God we didn't get to watch it. Yeah, it would have been like nine hours. And oh, I man. feel I feel bad for shooting uh, shitting on uh, Patricio uh, Guzman's uh, documentary. I'm sure he's a very uh, nice gentleman. But well, fuck, you gotta do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, he yeah, he's like he's like the Chilean or like even like the South American Ken Burns, I'd say, but ooh, he's just well, he's just very focused. And that's true though. I feel like knowing Ken Burns format, if you aren't really into the subject, you'd be like this is so fucking dry. Yeah, Boring. for sure. Like, God Super dang. dry. This guy so. loves Chile though. Like he has uh yeah. he has his three-part documentary The Battle of Chile, and then he has Chile the Obstinate Memory. And then he has Chile, a galaxy of problems. Guy loves Chile. But yeah, that sounds like that last one uh, sounds like the same doc that we just watched. Yeah, maybe without the yeah. stars, but maybe more stars. Yeah, maybe it was like uh, how difficult it was to get those satellites or not the satellites, the telescopes up and running or something. So he did. Uh, st- okay, so he was very busy in 2010. So I think I think uh, Chile, a galaxy of problems, uh, is maybe like a short part of uh, of this. So like, okay. In 2010, he started with nostalgia for the light, and then did Oscar saw technician of the stars, Maria Teresa and the brown dwarf, Jose Maza sky traveler. Is Chile, that a doc? Their documentary shorts. Whoa. Chile, a galaxy of problems, and astronomers from my neighborhood. So I think he did. Nostalgia for a light, and then maybe did a bunch of shorts based on parts of the original doc. Yeah, because he would have had like filming permits and stuff already in place, so he might as well just bust them all out. But I feel like Jose Maza was probably one of the guys he interviewed in the the uh, documentary. There was a handful of people. Um, yeah, it could have easily been. I don't recall names, particular names. Yeah. Yeah. So I wish that's the tough part is like, it's, it's not in English. So to sit down and have to recall these names that you've read while you're in like involuntarily listening to someone speak in a drone in Spanish. It's like, it's too much distracting. Yeah. Too I, much. I will tell you exactly who is in it. Gaspar Galaz. He's an astronomer. Right. Luis Enriquez. Of course. Victor Gonzalez. He's an engineer. Violeta Berrios, Valentina Rodriguez. I like how you're shaking your head when you're nobody can say it. Latoro Nunez is the archaeologist. Miguel Lawner is the architect. Vicky Saveda, I assume, is one of the women looking for uh, the bodies. And George Preston is the one English white guy <laughs> in the whole document. Oh yeah, he was in the lab. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, he's an astronomer as well. So, yeah, yeah, the token white guy. He, yeah, yeah, that's basically yeah. Well, cool. Jose Mraz is absent. Yeah, well, yeah. This, this director does a lot of stuff on space. It seems like. Well, I think it's probably all to do with the one, um, thing. Yeah. The, yeah. The I one think really. I think yeah. Having that satellites or i keep calling them fucking satellites but the uh the radar array and the the telescope systems i think that that encourages 
citizens, like Chileans, to take an interest because, I mean, it's it's right in their backyards and it is a world site. Like it's a really important place. The Atacama Desert Observatories are famous, famous. They've contributed a shitload, and it's a great place to do astronomy. Right. So that, um, it it's sort of for Chileans put Chile on the map, but because that's how it got on the map, it just naturally sort of bakes itself into the next generation, and now it's just a part of the culture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Still doesn't impress me very much, as uh, uh, Shania Twain would say. Well. What would it take? Genocide. What would it take to impress me for this documentary? (laughs) Did you hear me? No. Chilean genocides don't impress Tyler. No. I mean, there's genocides all over the place. What's so special about theirs? Oh, man, that's the truth. Fuck. Amen. Amen, brother. Um, We don't have to force it. We (laughs) We just have to disdain it. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's just, I, yeah. this was just so very, very dry for me, like, it's so dry that it doesn't even have any cool um, IMDb trivia, literally the only one there was, uh, um, it's included in the 1001 movies you must see before you die. Is this what makes what documentaries made that like, list? get a bad rap? Yeah. They're like, oh, let's go through the list of a thousand and one documentaries. Yeah. And then there's the first one. They're like, I fucking hate yeah. documentaries. Whoever made this list can fuck off. This one has a wicked fucking title. Nostalgia for the light. Man. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, yeah. And like, it's Boy, ranked, it has a rating of 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm Bullshit. just stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fucking... <laughs> well, I guess if we're going to talk about genocide in a fair way, if you're like, yeah, that's the elephant in the room. <laughs> what? That I'm stupid? <laughs> well, I didn't say. I never said those words. You and you, you meant it. You, you yeah. did whatever you do to. I, I don't you even know. It? I'm too stupid. <laughs> uh, we got to get video on this stupid podcast that I know. everyone can see us. But... Everyone will see me naked. Yep. It is difficult. It's distracting. I yeah. will say. Diddling when you're watching stuff. It's because I keep doing the helicopter. <laughs> it's mesmerizing. That's Shake, cool. Shaking my hips. That's fun. <laughs> Speaking uh, of, this documentary um, was, I think, production-wise, a like classic documentary. Sure. I think yep. it was pretty well shot, pretty well edited. The story admittedly for as dry as all the contents was i think that it was pretty well sewn together like this was it like it's it's a good independent story i went into this knowing nothing beyond that it's the story of astronomers and grave diggers (laughs) sort of uh in chile um and i feel like i didn't nothing was missed like they they told the story straight through it starts with the astronomy slowly shifts over into astronomy i like the location of where all of this astronomy is taking place and then it shifts into what else took place in this desert and there just so happens to be astronomy done in this desert in that different circumstance which was just coincidentally a concentration camp 
which they don't make a big deal about. It it is just a detail. They're just dealing out cards. They don't give a shit what they're talking about. They just have to keep dealing. And that seems wild. Yeah, it was yeah, it was kind of weird. I will say, but just yeah, like the way that it was sewn together was absolutely seamless. It was like a sunset on on film. Like it was uh, an excellent gradient of editing and storytelling. So I, I will give it that. I know that that's what I started with. And admittedly, I don't have much else <laughs> to say for this one because it was dry and it, it was two very disparate stories that I don't know how to connect them. You but know what it needed? It had to. It needed UFOs. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. At the end, they were like, and there's a pretty strong belief that Pinochet was an alien. So, man, that'd be awesome. Fade to black. I don't know. That'd be so cool. No, it's like I kind of I know the Nazca lines aren't in uh, Chile, but they should have just they should have yeah. been during the desert. They should have just added them in somewhere. They should have yeah. just talked about it. Because I fucking yeah. I can I love that shit. I would have been so glued to the TV, whether it was in Spanish, Chinese, Russia, Russian. I I don't care. They mentioned UFOs once. Boom, interested. Yeah. Imagine it like they, you, you obviously watched the first, you watched the whole thing, right? I watched the whole thing, yeah. And you watched, yeah, so like the first I lo- five I minutes. I love this that... podcast, unlike Mitch. <laughs> just just <laughs> pure silence. You. I don't know how I feel about that because I hate this podcast and I still watch them. <laughs> but imagine the, like the, the first astronomer that they talked to, I like um, Geraldo Gonzalez. No offense, Geraldo. It's definitely not your name. Geronimo. Um, imagine if, probably his name. if he was like, oh, why did I get into astronomy? Aliens! Yeah. Yeah. That's why. And I found them on my first job, like my first day working. Yeah. That would have been, like, I believe. That would have been. Big stick. Yeah. That would have gave. I met Greg. This at least. Uh, Greg and I. Are- some redeeming qualities. Just a real fucking character. That'd be so sick. Yeah. And then they, they cut back to him, hoping that he's going to sort of calm down. Yeah. But he never really does. He's just. Totally off the wall. Oh, here's my alien. And then he's just yeah, like, he like pulls out a dummy. <laughs> like, oh, it's like a, the Biden speech where he's just talking to thin air. And he's like, no, no, my alien's here. You just got to look. Oh, okay. God. But yeah, I would have been like Tyler. Like, I'm fucking in. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in Chile. When's this guy coming back? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything to do with uh, um, aliens or uh, UFOs or big feet? Uh, you know, anything like big that. Feet? Yeah, like big feet. Candy? No. no. The crypt the cryptos uh zoology uh thing. Oh, you know? I thought <laughs> we were gonna start talking about crypto. I was like, yeah, fuck like, no. How do you get all of that? And then cryptocurrency. This is a scam. Yeah. Everyone listening, you gotta go. You gotta Are go you high on something? Like what the fuck's wrong with you? Dogecoin, dogecoin, dogecoin. <laughs> okay. You know, you know it, what it's all about. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not GameStop, really. Wall Street, yeah. big pharma. No. Poor that, people. No. Rich people and rich people. Dogecoin like, is just ah, poor electronic money. It's all Isn't like, that like meme coins? Like meme? NFTs? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do we sound like we're 80 years old? Yeah. Yeah. 
Fucking it's slightly blowing my mind that it feels like you're right here with us, but you're not. This video call stuff's new to me. I'm kidding. Anyways. Uh, I've picked a... What do you keep watching? What's that? What's on? What do you keep watching? What's on? I'm looking at myself helicopter in the mirror. Oh, weird. <laughs> I don't know. Hockey. It's hockey season. Cool. Baseball season is over. I Baseball broke my heart this year. Uh, so baseball can go fuck itself for now. Oh, although I do, wow. hope, I do hope the Phillies are winning. So <laughs> there you go. I it's like a literal love hate. That's awesome. Fuck the whole organization. Well, so oh, cool. like the Phillies have won the. So actually, I don't hope the Phillies are winning, um, because then the economy is going to collapse. So what? Every every uh, um, World Series that they won or. Every time there's been an economic uh, collapse in the in the world, the Phillies have yep. won the World Series. So like 1929, 1980, 2008. Um, what? For real? Yeah. What the fuck? Are they in the running? That's because yeah, you can't give the, the people of Philadelphia that much power. The world literally just implodes on itself. So if they win, like, we're dropping nukes on Russia. So here, let me bring up their uh, Wikipedia page here. So, uh, that's fun. While you do that, I learned that the NFL, up until 2015, operated as a corporation uh, in a nonprofit status. Really? Yeah, like tax free. Like they're just basically charity. Tax free, baby. I can't wrap my head around that. I mean, I easily can. I was having a nosebleed. And earlier and mitch was explaining it to me but yeah the stadium a lot of the stadiums are built with like community money mm -hmm. and the owners of the teams can just be like just we're not the they're not beholden to any city so they could just leave and the yeah, city yeah. just spent like a billion dollars and they're like oh we don't have a team that's a billion american dollars yeah. so they're worth a lot more so than many. other dollars it's so many learning to reads I may have been lied to on the internet, wouldn't you know? Well, internet, yeah, lied to you. The internet always wins. Yeah, um, that's I'm on quote. their, I'm on their, uh, their Wikipedia page now. It says they only have two wild or World Series titles, 1980 and 2008. Which you know, 1980 uh, was a financial collapse as well. Um, but yep. the uh, the 1929 one was the one that really sold me on it because that was a stock market crash. But uh, I don't know who won the 1929 uh, World Series. Who won it in 29? Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up now. Uh, oh, the Philadelphia Athletics. So I mean, it was still a Philadelphia team. So still a Philadelphia team. So, so there's yeah. so, Philadelphia baseball teams. No, that team probably went to Oakland. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? If they were, they were like they the relocated. Philadelphia Athletics, the owner, whoever would have moved the team. Oakland. Oh, because the Oakland Athletics are the Oakland Athletics are still. Oh, okay. But it used to be the Philly Athletics? Yeah. Or the Philadelphia Athletics. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um what are the Philly what is like what's Philadelphia called now? The Phillies. The, Philly. the Philadelphia Phillies? Yeah. yeah, like the horse. This is getting silly. It's the horse that fucking Paul Revere, bro. 
I'm really? British and shit. I don't know. That's I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I think I think it's for Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. Okay, let's go with it. All right, um, I just made up a whole story, but sure. So yeah, a so, whole <laughs> one so, sentence. <laughs> but get but get this segue. We're talking about financial collapse, and guess what? Oh, our next doc is about financial collapse. It's called Collapse. Two thousand eight. Uh, it's about a cop. <laughs> Does he have a heart attack or what? No. He collapses on the job? No. So oh. this documentary is on Michael Rupert. He's a police officer turned independent reporter who predicted the current financial crisis in his self-published newsletter, From the Wilderness. He's a what? cop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's okay. a cop. And, and he predicted that we were going to suck or we did suck. Yeah. Like our yeah. podcast? Why would he do that? What? No, not our, like podcast. our podcast. Our our, oh. our financial uh, independent <laughs> financial system is gonna fuck us. Wait, this guy has so much money. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Um. Jeez. And look at this. So, so many, uh, so many segues. So. <laughs> According to the director, Chris Smith, they initially agreed the primary subject was supposed to be the CIA's connection to drug smuggling within the Iran-Contra affair. Word on yeah. So it was originally about, about the CIA, but then uh, he didn't want to talk about the CIA. He just wanted to talk about peak oil and its uh, critical Im- implications for the yeah. future. And he was like, I like to live my life, so we're not going to talk about the CIA. Yeah. Oh, wait, so... This was the same guy that was about to talk about the CIA. He's also the cop who, yeah, particularly talk about peak oil. Yeah. So when they asked him to talk about the CIA, he said CIA nay. Yeah, (laughs) CIA nay nay. I wish there was a documentary that would explain this to me. I'm lost. Anyways, he's a cop and he knows some stuff about economics, and he said we're all fucked. Think he's ever killed anyone, like a minority or? Yeah. Nah, he looks like so? a, he looks like a stand-up oh. guy. That's why he's not a cop anymore. Yeah. yeah. Conflict on the job. <laughs> well, gentlemen, <laughs> I'm gonna call it uh, a day here, and we'll be back with uh, collapse next week. Let's collapse this one. Okay. Oh. See, see you later. See you Bye. guys later.